everyone. Welcome back to Stating the Obvious. I'm Veswa, and these are my friends. And we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled intro. Starting with Noah. Please, state something obvious. Renee's bad at Valorant. Quite yeah, obvious. That's an obvious fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sticking with the team there, Noah. Yep. Unfortunate. Well, watching I have him. Gotten, I have gotten a bit better. No, you haven't. Yes, you haven't yes I have now. Yes, I watching have. you play Valorant is like watching a chimpanzee try to do algebra. It's sad and funny and kind of a tragedy of nature. I've seen many chimpanzees try to do algebra. <laughs> no, I haven't, but I imagine it looks a lot like your Phoenix play. Rope. That's kind of racist. That's racist. <laughs> that's racist. No. Oh, oh. How is that racist? You're the you, one who plays You closet racist. We can't have racism on this podcast. Okay. I think well, we I guess we're to, done here then. We have to head over to Brene's obvious fact, which I'm Thank sure God. has readied in advance. Okay. I actually I have it ready this time. So do you know like the little blob of toothpaste on your toothbrush that actually has a name and it's called a nurdle? That's not obvious. What? <laughs> okay. Well, the fact that it has a name, there you go. Who Renee, do you know what the word obvious, obvious even means? Okay, you know what? It's not obvious, but it's interesting fact. It's obscure. I thought you might want to know. There you go. Holy crap. Okay, Jacob, save us. Please state something obvious. No, I, got, I got a fairly decent fact that sticks with the theme, kind of like last episode. Okay. So, an animal is poisonous. If you bite it and you die, but an animal is venomous if it bites you and then you die. There's a distinction I knew that already. Uh, it's obvious. But it is yeah. an obvious fact, though. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there that you is go. A way to remember Lux. that distinction. Does oh. that mean that when uh, Eminem was singing Venom, that meant he was going to bite you and you were going to die? It means if you bite him, you would not die. But if he, he bit you, you're dead. So it is safe to bite Eminem, the rapper. Yes, safe. That is good to know. Just in case I ever uh, get into a post-combat ever... situation with Eminem. Good for you, Noah. I'm sure you would win. Okay. I don't like. I don't like where this is going. Why would your right. first instinct be? You know what? No. You know we're not going to talk about this anymore. <laughs> right, you know, we're we're going to talk about something vastly different. Sports. All kinds of sports. All of these sports. Football, basketball. Yeah, except esports. You know, get online. So, but uh, I mean, people can play sports in their homes. Get a pool table, billiard table, have some fun. I've been playing a little bit of the billiards, Jip, recently. Or not recently, but like, I mean, no, I haven't. I, (laughs) you have. (laughs) No, I don't have. I don't have a pool table. What are you? I actually have a pool table, but I don't use it, so that's Yeah, that's actually a tragedy. Imagine having a pool table and not using it. You're actually grotesque. You're a grotesque okay, human well, being. I use the other side, which is a ping pong table. I'd much rather play ping pong than, <laughs> yeah, what than a pool. Dude. What do you need with laser? laser <laughs> billiards. Dude, a gentleman's game is pool. You're just you're just over here just smacking balls. Like That's, that's what we like to do. Sounds pretty gay to me. I'm <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh my god. Noah, this podcast has suddenly become very problematic. 
Either way, either way, I'm on eSports. I'm the one who implied there was something wrong with okay, smacking balls. Fuck? You were the one who was already being racist against Renee's character. You're the one who's being homophobic. We're all terrible people. You don't get to judge me, I. You don't get to judge me either, then. Yeah, it's fine. I'm I, not. We I'm call it even. We're both, we're both terrible I'm people, then. I'm dating facts. That's all I'm doing. I'm dating facts. Yeah. Okay. Roll credits? <laughs> well, all, <laughs> all right. right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, I that don't is... know. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? Okay. Renee? Here, yeah. Let me let me ask you something. Okay, ask me. What sport do you think is the coolest? Ah, uh, that's an interesting thing. Like I mean, the coolest obviously, to watch or the coolest to play. I either really. Okay, okay. Uh, actually, let me do both. Coolest to play. I like soccer. I've always liked it. Indoor soccer, I actually think is the coolest to play because it's a bit faster paced. Actually, I kind of like outdoor soccer too. I just soccer in general. Okay. That's my opinion. Oh, it's it's kind of unfortunate. I haven't played in a really long time just because, you know, it requires, like, people to play with, so. Oh, and you don't <laughs> have <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so that's okay. kind of unfortunate. Yeah, for the longest time, me and, or for, for the last couple of years, me and PJ used to be on the same team. And, I don't know, we were pretty, we, we popped off a little bit. We were pretty good. And then the coach decided Renee just wasn't good enough, or what happened? No, and then we went to college. Uh, uh yeah. Okay. Uh, the coolest to watch. Huh. I'll say hype commentators are actually like, where's the place where they have the hypest commentators? I think I like it's watching, I like watching basketball a lot. Soccer, they also have like, well, like when stuff is happening, man. Like, even like, I, I like watching even when it's not happening, but actually, when stuff is happening, man, it's like so. Yeah, but like, like stuff happens like highlights. every like five, ten minutes. But like with basketball, something's always happening. Like, I'd prefer watching basketball, but I like playing soccer. It's kind of. I think. Okay, so I'll like, say like, soccer highlights for sure. Soccer highlights for sure. We're talking about like, games here. We're not talking about highlights. If you just take okay, the highlights you know of anything, what? it'll seem interesting. But like, suck. But they have high commentators, man. They do actually do stuff. So, I mean, basketball car highlights, like it's just like literally every single play. It's like they're just compiling every single play. But soccer highlights, you know, you know, you're getting some quality stuff. That's I feel real. like I feel like me and PJ would appreciate soccer a little bit more just because we know how hard it is to do some of the stuff these guys are doing. Like I played soccer too. Hello. Yeah. Please. But you didn't play it as long as us. <laughs> this is what sounds like we got some soccer supremacy going on here. Yeah, oh, dude. I'm, I'm the closet uh, no. soccer supremacist. I'm not a closet <laughs> you, soccer yeah, supremacist. Dude. I'm not right. Because I'm brown? Is that why? Is that right? Yes. <laughs> wow. Damn. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Bob, uh, I think you're you're honestly being a little bit racist there. Yes. Uh, you fool. Such a fool. Okay, no. What about you? What do you do? You even watch? Do you watch sports, Noah? Uh, I watch the Super Bowl sometimes. Not usually. Better question, better question for Noah. Is there any sport that you find just stupid, just completely dumb? Oh, yeah. um, hmm. all question. of them. I'm gonna be real. I don't really get football. Um, I don't understand why people play it. I don't understand like what's exciting about it. It's just people running at each other. Is it the injury aspect of that? I wanted to see like 300 pound men flinging themselves at each other, I would watch WWE. Because WWE has like Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. They have like a narrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really get football, soccer. I also don't really get just because 
like Jacob's gonna dude. Man, like when an exciting game, like seven to what was like seven to three, is that how much Germany beat Brazil by? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that That was just like a blowout. Like there was no. Yeah, like if that's considered a blowout, I don't want to see what a normal game looks like. Normal game is like two one. Yeah, yeah. Like three two. Like one one or zero zero. I'm gonna be real. Like the only only sports I really watch have been esports, and even those I found kind of dumb. But the, the the thing with soccer is, it's like you can be watching the entire game, right? And you're just kind of watching these guys toss the ball, like they're just kicking the ball all across the field. And you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna go get a drink of water. And you get up, get a drink of water, and then all of a sudden, everyone's screaming. It's like, go, go! And you're <laughs> that just is like, a rip. Would you? <laughs> you're just like, oh shit. I do remember though. This is like how it's going to happen. Like it's just inevitable. The game waits for you to get up in order for <laughs> something interesting to happen. Okay, but on football though, I I will say I haven't played. I really haven't played until recently when I like intramural at flag football. Uh, but I will say it's boring when you're like even you don't obviously when you don't have the ball it's kind of boring. But like for my team, I was carrying my team, so like I had the ball every <laughs> single play. So. <laughs> That it was that it was kind of fun. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Imagine Prinny carrying his team. I have uh, not seen I that. Carried that team in five football so I mean, hard. yeah, I've only ever seen Prinny play Valorant and go in debate. So yeah, I haven't seen him carry his team ever. Right. Okay. Well, you should <laughs> see me play fat football. No, it's a happy Jacob. Happy Jacob noises. Jacob's like thinking of a, like a reality yeah. where Prinny carried Plano SGM. <laughs> He's thinking about how the cool last round, that last debate round. I will come back to that all the time. <laughs> I will say I carried that <laughs> round. Just round that didn't matter. <laughs> just round at West. Cobb what did about, a double turn. What, and what about that round <laughs> at double turn where Jacob you know popped up on him? You know what? That was that was not a round I carried. There, there we go. That's not a round. That was a round you threw. That was a round <laughs> I threw. Yes. Hey, going back to esports though, Noah, have you heard that? The IOC is considering allowing esports in for the Olympics. Uh, I think that's international. Olympics. I think that's like honestly really stupid. But you know the the rationale behind it what? is the Olympics. Like the viewership is dying. Like not uh, as many people are watching. <laughs> so they they need just... that like revenue. So they're like, oh yeah, what do them kids like these days? Oh, the that Fortnite. Yeah, the Fortnite. Yeah, let's get that here. <laughs> Yeah, they they're already they're considering taking esports over chess, which begs the question: is is do you think chess should be included as an Olympic event? No, I, I think know. chess is a sport. First of all, okay, like I think the bit like my opinion, the criterion for whether or not it should be considered an Olympic sport is: can a Russian win it by taking anabolic anabolic steroids? <laughs> if the answer is yes, it should be in the Olympics. If the answer is no, it should not. Like that's. Straight up, like that's just my answer. Bye bye. What if he just enhances his gaming abilities? He just gets aimbot ingrained into his brain, man. No, that's not how it works. Like, if you take like steroids and you try to play like a game of like, like yeah, your aim might be better, but you're probably also going to be like super rewarded out. Who said Gary Kasparov did not take anabolic steroids? Yeah, I mean, what if he's kind of OP? Have you seen Gary Kasparov? The guy's like actually, yeah, literally just a piece of wet toilet paper. He's like. Like the guy did not take steroids, I can promise you that. <laughs> I will. I will say I play chess, but I also agree it should not. I don't think it's a sport. Like, I mean, it's like it's not a sport in the sense. If it's not a sport, like, what is? 
it's just like a thing, man. It's just something you I do. Mean, like, like... I, I guess like you could define like sports activity. Uh, okay, okay. I would say like the Olympics. I mean, everything can be a hobby. For, it, it's it's for athletic sports as well. Okay, okay. That, that's uh, fair. Fair. Yeah. I mean, you're like. Right, also, I mean, it's like. It doesn't make any sense, right? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Also, would I think including chess in the Olympics would like no, not many people would watch it. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, the, the like the chess world already has like a like a well-founded set of like competitions and stuff. Like, they don't need the IOC just like jumping in and be like, "Hey, you want to come to Tokyo?" Well, like, that's they're, fine. they're doing fine on their own. Like, they don't need anybody's help. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you consider chess then, Noah? I mean, I'll consider it a sport in the sense that, like, sports are, like, competitions, but I would not consider it, like, an athletic competition. Yeah. I'd say the same thing kind of goes for pool. Like, pool has its own sort of, like, like its own leagues and its own sort of, like, you have, like, the Moscone yeah. Cup. You have You have its own sort of, like, sector for it, and I think, like, that's fine. It doesn't need to be like in the Olympics necessarily. Yeah. Let me ask you. You've yeah. been getting into pool recently a lot, right? I like pool very much. Yes, this pool is, is a, a more obscure, very niche sport. So, how did you get into pool? Oh, so well, at my university, basically, like whenever I'm not in class, I would go to this like pub place, and they had a pool table, and I would literally just spend all my time there at the pool table with my friends, and we would just like play pool. Because there's nothing, literally nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a shining recommendation to me. Pool, you have nothing else to do? Literally nothing else? You should try it. Yeah, but you so know. You did it completely out of boredom. Well, I started doing it completely out of boredom. And then we became super invested in it. And we'd like <laughs> 1v1 each other. And we'd like, we, we'd keep calling emergencies. First it was a best of three. And I'd be like, emergency best of five. And they'd be like, emergency best of seven. And, and we'd be playing for like best of like 13 or something. Something stupid. Interesting. <laughs> it would get super heated. Like, I'd say like I'm decent, but I I don't really get the chance. Like right now, I haven't played pool in like a while because you know quarantine and stuff, and I don't have a pool table, unlike Brene. So I haven't gotten the chance to practice. But I think it is really interesting. Lots of lots of cool things you can do. It's just very. It's just a good game. All right. There's really that nothing is- else to say about it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody should play pool, I guess. I think yeah. it's something everyone should like at least learn a little bit about. You don't have to become like the next like Efren Reyes or whatever, like the next like best pool player in the world. But I think it's just, like even at like parties and stuff, right? You'll see like people have like pool tables at their houses and stuff. So it's just fun. And it's, it's like, like a party trick, something you can just, you know, look, I do this too. People. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. but. After all these sports, you know, we have esports, chess, soccer, basketball. Would you consider speedrunning a sport? Huh. <laughs> and speedrunning, you mean like gaming speedrunning and stuff, right? No, I mean just running, speedrunning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I mean well, speedrunning. You're saying Bolt is an athlete. He of has course, won I many mean medals. Gaming speedrunning, Renee. Uh, that's also kind of interesting. Like, I feel like speedrunning is so much different from the original game. It wouldn't even be like in a category of the of the actual game. Like, it would be in a category of its own. 
would it just be like a subset of esports so like you could have competitions and then you know like the for the regular game and then you could have like a speed run sort of part of it as well yeah that could be kind of thing and there's like even within speed running there's so many different types like for a specific game like uh like the the class example like what a lot of speedrunners do is like super mario galaxy um they have like speedrunning using this certain tech speedrunning not using this tech speedrunning like uh, and there's like a whole bunch of different things. I obviously I'm I'm not a speedrunner myself, and I don't know that much super a lot into it. I just watch one. I occasionally watch one like streamer slash YouTuber who, uh, called Small Small Ant. I would highly recommend. He does a lot of really cool stuff, but who does this kind of things? Uh, but like even like, like, and you and like the game utilizes like speedrunning utilizes so many glitches that like the original developers didn't even want in the like game. Like it honestly is not it's not even the same game, at, yeah, at some point. True. Like I remember watching I one uh like game developers react to speed run of Doom or something, and they're like cringing so much as they saw like the the player just like uh, take advantage of all these things that they made in the game, and they're just like, oh my god, I didn't believe like you could do this. Like we have to fix that next patch or something. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I think but... speed run like kind of dumb here's why right wait i like, think first we should at least like explain to listeners who don't know what speedrunning is like, i agree actually explain Good what it is yeah so speedrunning is like if you're playing a game and there's like a certain map or something so like in like the regular mario games you know you have to get through the entire level and make it to the end of the level and speedrunning is just doing that as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible so like there's you know for each game it's sort of different but generally like the idea is just beating a level or a map or, or something like that as quickly and efficiently as possible. But this is like insanely fast. Like there these this is like people who beat the entirety of Minecraft within like five minutes. Like there are speedruns of that online. Yeah man like you have to beat the Ender Dragon which usually like normally you do a lot of stuff, a lot of grinding, a lot of like getting materials and stuff, but these people they just finish it in five minutes. I, I first told Cobb about Minecraft speedruns and he was just like how like how's that possible? Because you have to grind for all these different materials and actually like get different things that, that's but, actually what i'm literally thinking in my head right now like i've never heard of this minecraft speedrun, uh, but okay yeah this guy did it in three minutes and 59 seconds he beat the entirety of the game but, like people spend years on he beat it in okay be right minutes. back gonna watch this video <laughs> well in the meantime i will explain why speedrunning is super dumb don't get me wrong it's like super cool it's like it's cool to look at it, it makes a great video, but it's just such a huge waste of time. Like that Minecraft one that I was talking about in the description of his video, he said it took him over about like 33, 13,500 tries to get it right. Which just, uh, and it, uh, if each of them was four minutes, even if they were just four minutes straight, that would take him like over 37 days straight just playing the game, which just sounds like a huge waste of time to me. I don't I mean... know. By that logic, playing like any game is a waste of time, which it kind of is, but who gives a shit? Yeah, but that, that's like playing a game is fun and you get a fun experience every time. After the first like thousand attempts, now it's just like you have to get this done and it's like boring. It's like very I mean, maybe for you, but like for these people, it's different, Cobb, yeah. Because like yeah, when, you, yeah, you go now. I mean, yeah, it's like it's about mastery, right? Like a lot of like these speed running techs, like they require you to be like literally pixel perfect in accuracy. It's it's kind of like chasing like the high of like 
actually getting it done because like sure you're gonna be grinding for like thousands and thousands of tries but like imagine like after you grind those thousands of tries actually succeeding imagine how good that's gonna feel yeah but have you ever seen like the speedrunners like when they when they fail and how ragey they get honestly that's kind of kind of funny kind of funny but uh i don't know that just doesn't seem like it's worth all the rage i mean i've seen Viswa get ragey about like the smallest things so yeah, but I don't him, think it's limited. Dude, sometimes my teams are just so bad. Like, I don't even understand how you can be that bad. Like, whatever. <laughs> As you can see. Back in. He hears his name. He hears rage. He has to give him the input. <laughs> I will say, however, what Pranay said about Small Ant, his challenge is, like, actually, like, pretty interesting. There's, he, he does a lot of Pokemon challenges now. And there's just one Pokemon challenge that he did that I is by far my favorite speedrun of all time. I mean, it's not yeah. a speed run, it's just like a challenge run. Like, what do you do? Yeah. He beat the entirety of, of which Pokemon game was it, PJ? He beat Platinum. Pokemon Platinum. The entirety of the game, from beginning to end, without losing a single HP point. Damn. The entirety yeah, of the game. Yeah, let me tell you, like, what goes into this. So, uh, so until, you, you remember uh, the daycare center, right? Right. It's where... Yeah, just explain what the daycare center does. The take care center essentially, you can just put your Pokemon I mean, in. I don't think he needs to really explain because, like, if yeah. our you, I mean, if our listeners like don't play a Pokemon, they probably don't give a shit about it anyways. Either way, skip a couple of minutes if you don't know about Pokemon. But either way, the daycare center, you <laughs> timestamp in the description question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What? You go in. You get uh, all your Pokemon. You can run around and level up. And like, once you get to that point, it becomes a little bit easier. It's still fairly hard because there's. I'll explain that a little bit on, but early on, in order to not take a single hit point of damage, you have to get like the first past the first couple of pa- uh, routes, right? Sure. And on these routes, there are a lot of Pokemon that you can't one shot, and because your Pokemon are also very low, and you can't, uh, and they all have priority moves like Cook Attack or or Aqua Jet or something like that, which means they move before you. You can't one shot it, and you're also you're very low level. So like for example, at the very first route. He has to wait for like a 3% chance of going, fighting a Krikatot. And then he has to grind his Turtwig into a Grottle, like a level 22 Grottle, by only a th- finding a 3% chance of this Krikatot that only appears during the night times. Ah. And like he has to get both, I think, a, a, grot- a Grottle and a Staravia by doing this. And like after that, after that, he has to go and beat all the gyms. And, like, beating the gyms, there are a lot of Pokemon with priority moves, so he has to get his Pokemon other priority moves, too. And he has to, like, know which trainers have Pokemon that know priority moves in order to, like, to make sure that he hits the priority move before and one-shots them also. All right. Well, leaving that very in-depth explanation on how to not lose any hit points in Pokemon, uh, do we just want to turn it over to our next segment, or is there anything left there, Brene? Uh Check out Small Ant. He's OP. Okay. All right. cool personality too. Sure. This is not sponsored, but should be. If he wants to sponsor us, like yeah, you should. I don't. Honestly, I don't know if he can sponsor us, but sure, if he wants to, then go ahead. Right. literally just gave him the biggest plug of his life. I'll accept the Valorant skins if he sends me the Elder Flame collection. I'll I'll say that we're good. Send me oh, the Prime collection. Man. <laughs> yeah, I know it's kind of. Kind of addictive. Uh, I'm not going to contest that. Okay, okay, Jim. 
<laughs> okay. Well, moving on uh, to our new segment of this. I don't know if it'll be a segment in the future, but it's a new segment right now. And it's the Unsolved Mysteries segment. So ooh. we're just going to... Let's make some sound effects. Oh, you guys suck. Oh, Noah's the only one who made sound effects. Story, I'll, I'll add it in later. I'll add it in post very nice. I'll add it in post because I'm okay, not getting very good. Oh God, it it's fine. Anyways, for our listeners, we're just going to read off a mystery that we found on the interwebs and uh, we're just going to have a nice discussion about it. So, this one is called the Oakville Blob, and you can look it up for yourself afterwards if, if you want to. There's a, me- a good, pretty good Medium article about it. But in 1994, there was a rainstorm in Oakville, and in the city of Oakville, and only the raindrops, raindrops in quotation marks, were a strange, clear substance that had the consistency of jello. And so lots of ex- people experienced food like symptoms after coming into contact with it and people's dogs and cats all over the city were dying after being exposed to these raindrops so when a local hospital ran a lab test on the substance after one of the patients suggested it it was found that whatever this mysterious rain was it had human white blood cells in it so sometime after that a sample was sent to the washington state health laboratory where it was being researched by an epidemiologist mike mcdowell after he determined that it was man-made and speculated that it was some sort of matrix for transporting viruses and bacteria, the samples suddenly went missing from the containment facility and his supervisor told him to not ask any questions. There are no known samples of the stuff anywhere today, despite being sent to several different facilities by various Oakville residents. So this, you know, obviously brings up a couple of questions, like if this was some kind of bioweapon test run, who was it by? Was it by the U.S. government here? And are they testing it on their own citizens? Or is it like some big cover-up? Uh, what do y'all think? Because it, they managed to make, whoever did this, since it was man-made, managed to make this raindrop go over the city for several days. An entire city for several days. So, any theories? Any, any I mean, points? I think it's pretty obvious to use some bioweapons tests by oh, the U.S. Wow, government. Okay, I mean, like, okay, look. This is not even the first time that the U.S. government has, like, used a bioweapons test on a U.S. city. Like, back in the 50s, right, the government tried to decide, like, that they want to see the the potential effects of a Russian bioweapon attack on a U.S. city. So they sprayed San Francisco with, like, a quote-unquote safe bacteria to see what would get infected. Turns out the bacteria really wasn't that safe. It gave some people some flu infections, some children died, yada yada. Nobody really cared about it because Cold War, all covered up. I mean, everybody involved either forgot or they died. So, I mean, like, honestly, I would not be surprised if it was just a bioweapons test and, like, the government was like, hey, let's just, you know, drop some bioweapons on the city, see what happens. Or it could have just been an accident. I mean, like, we have dropped several nuclear bombs. I searched this thing up and, wow, it actually, it's a very big story, too. What the uh the San Francisco bioweapon attack. Oh yeah. Operation yeah, well, Sea Spray. Yeah, I mean, it's actually right in the comments. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean there's that. There's like the fact that like um the the, the Tuskegee tests where uh people in like Tuskegee were like given like I think it was syphilis 
just to see what would happen. Where he was like honestly fucked up. Uh, there was like MK Ultra, where the CIA used a bunch of like uh, LSD, different drugs, like hypnotherapy, all this shit to try and like basically create like Manchurian candidates. And it turns out like one of the people that they tested on was like the Unabomber. So there's like a possibility that it made him go crazy or whatever. I mean, basically, the U.S. government is no stranger to testing its own weapons on its own citizens. Uh, like, there's really nothing stopping them from, like, using a bioweapon on the U.S. city. I mean, that's, like, not even, like, considering the possibility that it was just an accident. I mean, like, there's been, like, several cases where, like, we've just dropped nuclear bombs in, like, random locations on accident. Like, there was a time where, like, I think it was, like, Charlottesville or Charleston. Some place in the Carolinas got, like, nuked by accident. They found the hydrogen bomb and turns out the only reason why it didn't go off was like one fuse, like one safety switch, switch didn't get flipped. Had that switch gone off, like basically we would have nuked our own city. Well, that's why it's a safety switch. Yeah. I will say also like we all, re- we, we already know how to like make clouds and make it rain pretty much. <laughs> uh, make it rain. I forgot the exact like how they do it. I think they well, exactly how they do it, but I remember it learning about this in apes and girl uh, AP environmental yeah. science. Yes, green class. So that that is not that is not super difficult to do. I don't remember when they figured out how to do it, but I feel like this is the thing they can do. I didn't know that there's so many instances of like the US doing bio tests on people. Uh, so do you think the US has ever actually so yeah, how long ago was this? Um, I believe this was in 1994, so... Alright, so a fair bit, like, 20, 25 years from now. Yeah. Uh, just 25 years ago, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. What? So, the, do you think that the U.S. has ever used this weapon, and no one's saying anything about it, though? Uh, that's hard to say. I mean, like, hypothetically, you would only, like, use something like a bioweapon, like a WND, in a situation where it's, like, all-out war. Uh, I mean, like, of course there's a possibility that they're trying to engineer it, so it's not, like, it's basically non-traceable, or, like, a bioweapon that, like, nobody would actually know is a bioweapon, but, like, like you would have to, like, question, like, no, what situation would, like, actually call for that, right? Like, you're not gonna, like, launch a bioweapon into, a, like, into, like, Iraq or something to take care of, like, Al-Qaeda. Like, that would just be completely disproportionate, and if it, like, no it might actually cause, like, another country like Russia or China to use it against us. So, I I, I doubt that if uh, this is actually a bioweapon that's ever been used in combat, like, there's just simply no reason, right? Like, our, like, we have, like, Navy SEALs, we have, like, the Marines. Like, honestly, using regular bombs is good enough for most situations. Well, then, no. Okay, so they're just keeping it in the vault waiting for a good chance to use it yeah why do you think they just make all these like weapons instead of just like i mean i assume like they're probably preparing oh like preparing for some one day when they're gonna have to go out like all out war and shit but well, i mean nukes suffice for that <laughs> yeah that's was... what i thought too like what doesn't like at some point there's probably one point where you just like it's very pretty useless making more stuff. I mean, yeah, but it's like our our dicks gotta be bigger than theirs. So 
We can't yeah, let Russia true. win, right? This I mean, Russia's true. got a lot of weapons. Hashtag Cold War. But... The Cold War was won by flexing much harder than Russia. Uh, like, uh, Cold War was won because Russia collapsed under the weight of its own yeah, inefficiency. Uh, the, uh, okay, this is the, that's the way we fought the Cold War. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not like that way of fighting's ever gone away. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to hear one more mystery, or should we just... Sure. Yeah, sure. let's do another. Okay. One, more, one more mystery. This one's a bit darker, so... Okay. okay. It's called The Circleville Letters. In 1976, residents of the small city south of Columbus, Ohio, began receiving handwritten, sinister, and graphic letters. Each letter included secret and dark details about their personal lives. One resident received a ton of letters accusing her of various unsavory acts. The author warned the resident that he had been keeping an eye on her home, as well as her comings and goings. The resident was horrified and tried to keep the letters a secret until her husband began receiving them. The attacks on the family continued, with large posters appearing around town spreading rumors about their 12-year-old child. One day in 1977, the husband left the house after receiving a call from who he thought was writing the letters. A few minutes later, the husband was found dead at the end of the street behind the wheel. The sheriff had ruled it a homicide when he realized that a single shot had been fired before the accident, but there was no evidence that the husband was shot at the site. The sheriff found the husband uh, found the husband was twice the legal limit and ruled it a drunk driving accident. The letters began once again, this time accusing the sheriff of covering up the true nature of the, the death. The letters also accused the sheriff of mishandling an investigation into the county coroner who had been accused of other grotesque acts. The harassment continued, this time with signs along the road, and in 1983, the original resident who had been accused of having an affair pulled over to remove a sign. During the effort to remove the sign, she discovered a box was attached, and inside of it was a small pistol. The gun was part of a booby trap designed to fire when the sign was removed. Uh, then, someone named Paul Fresher was arrested and given 25 years, but this one small problem with that was the letters continued being written even after he was put in jail. And in a new batch of letters, the author had promised to dig up the grave of a deceased baby and mail the bones to the police in the case of another potential affair turned murder. Hundreds of residents continued to receive personal letters until 1994 when everything stopped. And that's, the, that's the story of the Circleville. Huh. Huh. Maybe Paul Fresher like, they, like scheduled these letters in advance. Oh, but like they were they were probably I feel like they probably would be about stuff that happened even after he went into jail, so maybe not. Yo, what yeah, the heck? It's that's kind like, of crazy. Kind of like that's like a movie, not like real it life. Reminds, it reminds me of that movie Seven with like Morgan oh, yes. Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, good I like, and, like that movie. uh who, who was it? Was it Kevin Spacey who was playing? But it was, Spacey, it was, it was, it was like Spacey Kevin was playing, Spacey, right? And that yeah, was yeah, yeah. what the criminal was. was like, What's in the box? Yeah. Wait, what is this? What was the guy's name again, Jith? Uh, the man they arrested? Yeah. yeah Paul Freshour. Freshour? <laughs> like F R E S H O U R. Like Freshour. Freshour. Yo, that's kind of that's kind of whack, man. Not gonna lie. It's actually crazy. I, I mean, that's really like... these days because nobody actually reads their mail. 
Yeah, like a month, like a year later, you open it up, and the guy's just like, "Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna kill you tomorrow if, like, or like meet me at like this address." And you're just like, "Oh shit, I, I, I guess I missed it." Right back, like, "I'm sorry, I missed your last letter." Yeah, Do you want taking... to meet up sometime this week? It's probably good for you. <laughs> You know, like at first, like I thought it might have just been like a kid trolling around, but like probably not. Uh, it's probably some crazy dude, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but how does he know all of these people? were handwritten letters, and he had various details about their personal life. I, I guess, There's like, I mean, like, There's how, the NSA. how dedicated would you need to be to like really figure out what's going on in people's personal lives? I mean. Theoretically, right? He'd been watching all these residents. He'd been keeping an eye on their comings and goings. But he did this to several people. Like hundreds yeah. of residents got oh, these mm -hmm. personal letters. So how? It's just like if it's one dude, that's honestly that's like true. impressive. The amount I mean, of like stuff. It has to be one dude though. It can be a group of people. Could be. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, no I one's guess, no one really knows, guess, right? It all happens. Maybe a bit more likely that if you arrest one guy, like the other group of people can continue to do stuff. I mean, like hypothetically, like would it really be that hard to like figure out people's like deep dark secrets? Because like I think, like I mean, part of it is that like people just don't really necessarily tend to bother to figure out people's secrets. So I mean, can't really it say like it's a, it is like a Zodiac killer ish story. Some people thought it was actually the sheriff, but that's been disproven since then but yeah i don't know it's kind of it's crazy it's it's, like, imagine like imagine just getting a letter with like all your secrets and a bunch of stuff about your personal lives i don't know that was scared the shit out of me i mean like, honestly i wouldn't be too surprised these days i'd be like oh good job you hacked google but like back yeah. then yeah like back then i've been kind of whack like not gonna lie also but... they were they were not just like Oh, they like actually did stuff. They like acted upon what they said they were gonna do. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, like, handwritten letters too. It's kind of uh, like, okay. Wait, I mean, you say that like handwriting a letter is a hard thing too. You're I'm like, not, oh I'm, yeah. I'm, the, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's hard, but when he does it for hundreds of people with all of their personal details, and then he all, and then the person they arrested doesn't match like the the sample. Kind of sus. That's true. I don't know. Like it just like stopped in whatever like, ninety four. Like the only really true way to like nail him is like match the handwriting sample, but because like oh, I'm looking at this too, and apparently even Paul, the guy they arrested, got a letter too. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, they could have just I mean, sent, he could have sent it to himself. Yeah. Like that is true. Really they agreed. Agreed. Well, they yeah, do... and I think uh, you know how BuzzFeed does unsolved mysteries. They have an episode on this as well. If you guys ever. What did they? What did they talk about? They they just sort of recite the story and kind of what happened and and postulate some more theories. It's interesting. I don't know why, but like every time I hear something like creepy from like the fifties, sixties, or seventies America, it's always about like, oh man, the suburb that everybody thinks is like all perfect and shit really isn't. Everybody <laughs> there's a terrible person, and I'm like, yeah, people are people are shitty. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, but this is just kind of creepy now. Uh, I mean, like, I, I guess it's like just kind of like living in the information age, like, you kind of get desensitized to it. But, like, honestly, it's, I guess, like, 
if you're receiving information like about your personal lives, like I wouldn't really care too much unless like I actually had something to hide. But yeah, but it's it's not the information. It's like they acted upon that. They like killed people, which yeah, is like yeah. But like, just don't follow people to random locations. Oh. Hilarious! Laugh out loud, everyone. This dude was like, "Yeah, if you don't come here, if you don't come here, I'm gonna kill your wife and kid." So what do you do then? I mean, I mean, like, a call the police. B, like, lock up your house, lock up your wife, lock up your kids. They're coming for everybody. That kind of sus, Noah. I mean, like, you have like, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It, to me, it's uh, not like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, you start receiving letters like that these days, it's probably spam mail. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I got a letter like that, I wouldn't even read it. I'd just, like, toss it out. Be like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> honestly, I don't even look at the mail. Yeah. Like, my mom grabs the mail, and if anything's for me, she just goes to me, and that's kind of like... Like, my parents tell me to get the mail, I get the mail, like... It's usually magazines, like, there are so many magazines for so many random things, like, honestly kind of sad. Especially because I don't think anybody reads them. True. Rip magazines, 2020. Rip magazines. The only thing sadder than working at a magazine is working at a magazine nobody reads. But that's all magazines, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of magazines are going online, though, which I, th- I think people yeah. would read that. I mean, like, but the thing is, like, magazines online, like, you have to actually go out looking for them, right? It's not like it's going to be directly delivered to your front door. Fair, but, like, I, I think if you, like, have a subscription to a magazine, they might, like, email it to you or something. That's true. Which, like, in that <laughs> case, maybe you read it. I don't um, know. This one mystery makes me kind of sad. It's This this one's pretty short, if you guys want to hear it. Sure. It's called the Overtown Overtown Overtune Bridge. It's mm-hmm. a bridge in Scotland where dogs always unexplainably just jump off the bridge. Rip. It's very strange and nobody knows for certain why they do this, but dogs who survive the jump reportedly walk back up and jump off again. So yeah. they they even had to put up a warning sign after this to keep your dogs on a leash and to watch them. And a lot of theories say maybe it's because of some certain sense or animals wait, or something, but a lot wait, of Okay, wait, hold on. So, like, dogs jump off the bridge and their solution is to put up a sign? Yeah. Well, put up like, a fucking more, wall, man. Like, yeah, that is also true. Dogs <laughs> or, or, like, put up a door or something. Dogs don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? One theory is that... Um, Something it has something to do with like the British shape and the resonant frequency created creating sounds that only the dogs can hear. And then they get like they kind of just go insane listening to the sound. Oh uh, yeah. Like you put up like a microphone, you like take in the sound, you do some decoding, and you just hear like do a flip. Jumped <laughs> off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but then why would they walk back up and jump again? That's crazy. I don't know, man. Like, they do flip again. There is a, there is like, isn't there like some kind of like bridge in like Japan or something that like people keep jumping off of, or was that like some? I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot of bridges that people jump in off ja- of. In, I think in Japan there is something called like the suicide forest. In which oh yeah, like big Paul yeah, that's a different thing. with like this dumbass hat. Yeah. 
Dude, mm-hmm. honestly, like if Jake Paul and Logan Paul jumped off a bridge, I would not feel too bad for them. Rip Jake Paul. <laughs> they, should, they should do a flip. Do a flip. Do a flip, flip again. <laughs> Is it, wait, isn't that the one where if like that was like the really dis the one that was not he was not being sensitive and like that's when yeah, he started cutting. I see. I, yeah. I remember it now. I don't know, man. Like, they're honestly bad people who should not have a platform, but they do because people are stupid. People are stupid. Yeah, and, that is not unexplained. And, that is not an unexplained mystery. Yeah, it is really not a mystery. People no. are cringe, too, a lot of the times. Oh, yeah. And if you've ever seen, like, the first season of The Office, dude, that is, it's like honestly, like the, a lot of people don't end up watching The Office just because the first season is so cringe. Honestly, that was me. I tried you, watching you the first used episode. To. Like that was that's like the it. that's the allure in it. it gets, <laughs> actually, after the first season, it gets a lot better and a lot more interesting. But you kind of just have to power through the first season, like cringe. I can't. Like when when I see like cringe on like TV or in movies, like I like I just feel that you know, like it's not a good feeling. <laughs> it's kind of hard. To, to kind of watch walk through cringe or like watch through cringe, but dude, like with the office, it's definitely worth because that show is just so good. I don't know, so man. When does it get good? What what season? I'd say like after you get past the first season, it starts getting good, and then you get to this episode called Scott's Tots, and then you just cringe. Oh, that is a cringe episode. Oh my god! <laughs> the history of the show. Oh, it actually like I like if I ever rewatch whenever I rewatch The Office, I have to skip it. I absolutely have to skip Scott's Tots. Okay, wait. When they, when you say Scott's Tots, is it like Scott's Tots is in like toddlers or Scott's Tots is in tater tots? So, uh, like, did you explain it? You explained so, like, this. The, the plot behind the episode was Michael Scott, who's like the manager of Dunder Mifflin in The Office, which like the company you know that the whole sure. show is based around. So Michael Scott's the manager, and back, uh, like it, we, it, it doesn't happen present time, but at some point he promised like a group of like tots, you know, so like younger children, like still in grade school, like in like in like fourth grade or fifth grade or something. He promised to pay for all their colleges okay. because he thought he would he would become like very rich and move very high up in the company and stuff. Okay. So like ten years later, when they're all graduating from high school and they need to go to college. Uh, they're all expecting, you know, that they're going. Uh, Michael is going to pay for all their colleges, and they they were like part of like the class that was known as like Scott's Toss. And there's like a newspaper article about it, and like a lot of these kids, uh, you know, they avoided like getting drunk or like you know just doing bad things because they knew that they would have like the opportunity to go to college and have it all be paid for. So, but Michael is still in the same position he is ten years later. So he can't pay for it, and you just kind of have to watch him go and explain it, and it's just, it's oh, crazy. Hate to do that, yeah. yeah and instead of like college education, he gives them calculators. <laughs> I mean, not calculators. He gives them batteries for the calculators, <laughs> or batteries for the laptops, or something. It's so bad. Uh, you know, Honestly, this wouldn't be possible for bad. people's colleges. It's so bad. I can't. That episode literally hurts my soul. Damn. Yeah, but that kind of cringe, like you Honestly, can't. Like, I that kind of cringe isn't even funny. It's just sad. It's just, it's just you can't watch it. Like I skipped that episode. You can't watch it. Like 
it's just terrible. I don't know. It's just terrible. But there's like a different kind of there's like different kinds of cringe. Do you know what I mean? Like like there's the office kind of cringe. But if you watch like other like drama kind of TV shows, like there's like the cringe where you know one person finds out that they were cheating on like the other person, and there's like there's like different kinds of cringe. Y'all agree or? There's like funny cringes. There are cringes that are just like physically hurt you. There's some that just make you like I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, dude, I did that when I watched Gossip Girl. I tried to get Brene to watch Gossip Girl, but he didn't. Gossip Girl, great show, would recommend. Uh, There's like a lot of like cringe moments, like where people find out stuff, and it's I find those the hardest to watch. Sometimes I'll just pause and like take a breather, and then (laughs) we go. I remember when I was a kid, like I used to like literally like bury, like bury my head like in whatever chair I was sitting in, like an ostrich. Whenever I just couldn't handle the cringe anymore. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, I would just like try to like shut out like like all the senses. Like I can't see it, I can't hear it, it's not happening, I can't feel it. What kind of cringe moments made you do that, Noah? Literally anything that was like just like super embarrassing for like whatever character was like being unfortunately inflicted upon by the writers. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, like, I just... Some shows I honestly do, like, they're very funny and they, like, avoid the cringe as well. Like, I feel like Parks and Rec is similar-ish to The Office, but I think it has, like, a lot less cringe moments. Yeah, a lot less. Definitely less. Oh, yeah. Because, like, people are, like, stupid, right? But, like, when, when... they get like when like their stupidity like catches up to them. It's not sad because they kind of deserve it, right? Like Tom, I think is a good example. Like Tom's hey, like no hate on my boy Aziz. I'm not hating on Aziz. I'm sorry. You're I'm just racist. saying like, Tom the country, like Tom the character is like <laughs> is kind of a dumbass, right? But like and so like whenever his dumbassery like catches up to him, like you don't feel bad for him. It's it's funny because he he deserves it. Like he brought this upon himself. But I mean, like when like 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 Scott's tots, I guess like when like you know kind of like Michael Scott like God, like God. not being able to afford like college like that's not that's not like his him being stupid. I mean, I guess it kind of is because he didn't really think ahead. But like it is very like, much uh, him being stupid. I mean, like that's him being stupid, like in that like he failed to achieve his hopes and dreams, and like that's honestly going to be most of us at the end of our lives. So. <sighs> Insight with Noah. I'm just saying, like, most people, like, the vast majority of people are not going to be, like, super successful. Right. You have to kind of this, thinking on this path of TV shows, right? Desert Island, we have three TV shows. Go. Oh, For the rest question. of your life, you have three uh, TV uh, shows. I, will I, mean, say, I have to stay office. I'm an wait, office stand. If it's a TV okay. show that's currently airing, will I get to see future seasons, or will I have to stop at the current one? That's a that, what? I guess you get future seasons. Hmm. Well, how far does the future seasons go? Really? I mean, I don't know. However long the show goes, like, what, what do you want me to say? Just... All right, sure, sure. We get the whole show. We're gonna get. Yeah. All right, yeah. fine. I have mine. If you guys. Yeah. Go, uh, Jeff. Okay. Well, number one for me is Psych. Okay. Okay. Psych is such a good show, and 
they they actually came out with a new movie recently. It's on like Peacock TV or whatever. Uh, I still have to go see that, but it's it's like I just love that show. It's just so funny. It's just so funny. Uh, the second show would be White Collar. I don't know if you guys have seen that one either, but it's based on a true story of this dude named Frank Frank Abagnale Jr., who's like a con man, and then he eventually started working for the. Oh FBI. wait, this is White Collar is based off of him. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, why actually watching that? Like, White Collar kind of takes off after that that story, and if you watch Catch Me If You Can with like Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, I have, Frank, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that movie ends is like Frank Abagnale Jr. starts working with the FBI to solve cases, and that's kind of where White Collar starts. Huh. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So White Collar, fantastic show. My last show, I like honestly for the last show, it's it's a very very difficult decision. Uh, but. Honestly, I think I just go with the show for like sheer that has just it's just so long that like I I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. I'm just gonna say Gossip Girl because I, I like that show a lot. No office. The, the office, like it just gets boring. I mean you can watch it over and over again, but I've already rewatched it so many times that if I have to take <laughs> it to my desert island, like it's like too much. Uh, okay. All right, PJ, what about you? Okay, I will say I'm office stand through and through. I'm gonna take it. I can give two shits. I'm taking it. <laughs> That's because you haven't watched it as much as me. You know what? I've watched it plenty of times, okay? <laughs> I'm yeah, are you challenging I've watched it many, many times. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. But you can honestly ask me about anything. I'll do it. Okay. But either way, um what is the name of the uh the race for the fundraisers that they have? Some it's it's a really long name. Exactly. I know this is. Uh, I know this is on. I know this is on the. When rain on the thing that they ask the ask a what's her what's her name Billy Eilish yeah yeah I know it's like Michael Scott's uh, race for. I remember some. It's some like. Yeah, you're kind of losing the Either way, I'm taking it. I'm taking it either way. Okay. Uh, what else? By the way, so I, actually, recent. Wait, did we say it's current? Okay, if, if it's future episodes too, I'm also taking Space Force. It's so I when I the first time I watched Space Force, like it's a fairly new show. First time watching it, I was yeah, like, eh, this is a pretty cool. Apparently a new show. What? What do you mean apparently it's a new show? It is no, a new a show. Fair, it's a fairly new show. Oh. Yeah. So the first time I watched it, I was like, uh I mean it's okay, it's pretty nice, it's cool to chill to like chill and watch. But the second time watching it, I was like, you know what, I kind of find this like Fairly entertaining, <laughs> and then, uh, but I, I, I have, I have good hopes for that show going into the future as well. Hopefully, that thing will turn out really good. Uh, and then my third show, I don't, I don't know, man. There's if we include like different cartoons and stuff, uh, maybe, maybe Rick and Morty. I really like Rick and Morty. By the way, Brene, it's Michael Scott's. Dunder Mifflin, Scranton, Meredith, Palmer, Memorial, Celebrity, Rabies, Awareness, yeah. Unrun, Pro-Am, Race for the Cure. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Nice. It's too long. It's too long. So I couldn't remember it. You were so far off. Okay. I got the first, I got the first, like, <laughs> two, three words. Okay. You literally just said Michael Scott. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got the first two words then. Sure thing. I, I think Jit wins. I think okay. you're happy. Okay. Now I go. Uh, Okay. Also, can I say uh, before Noah goes? Sorry, no. 
a big power move is just to take Grey's Anatomy because that show is just never going to end. It's already like on 16 seasons and it's still going. I'm just, I just want to put that out there. That's a freaking power move. You could just say like, you know, The Simpsons, Grey's Anatomy, Family Guy. But like, I feel like those shows, like all after a while, just kind of deteriorate in quality. Like The Simpsons and Family Guy. Honestly, like I've seen a couple episodes on like Family Guy on YouTube and it's like the same kind of joke every time. I'm like... Yeah, but like, it's I mean, like <laughs> you do know that. I mean, you'll get like at least a little bit of a different plot. Like that's true. It it is whack. It is like, for the rest no, of your life. So I not mean, a like, single episode is the same. The same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. What are your three? I would say last week tonight with John Oliver, just because I think that his show has been consistently funny, consistently interesting, and I'm pretty sure he's going to keep doing it for a while. Like. Honestly, I don't see like John Oliver retiring anytime soon. Okay. Uh, I I'm also gonna say I'm gonna take. Uh, see, I'm trying to figure out which anime show I should take. Yeah, forgot all about anime. I'm thinking of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, just because that show's so okay. good. You're pretty. But, he said animated, not oh, animated. But either way, I still forgot about anime. Yeah. I mean, there's, oh man, like, I don't know though. Like, okay, The Expanse, definitely though. Love The Expanse. Um, but my third, it's hard, really hard. It's also hard because I, I have not watched as many TV shows as I honestly should because I have serious, like, attachment issues when it comes to TV. Because I know when I, I start a TV show, I'm not going to stop, right? So, like, a long TV show like The Office is really intimidating for me because I, I know it's, if I start watching it and I really like it, then I'm literally just going to do nothing but wake up, watch The Office, maybe eat, probably not drink water, and sleep for maybe a week. And it's just going to destroy my life. the entire show in two weeks. It's going to destroy my life. I know that. During yeah. exam season. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's honestly going to destroy my life, so I, I can't right, watch. Missing one more show. Uh, I'll I'll just say the Clone Wars. Like Clone Wars. Okay, we're yeah. All right, that brings us back to Cobb. Oh, bad, bad. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised no, no one after the last episode. I'm surprised no one said Animorphs, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I uh, forgot about that. We've all made a grave mistake. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I would say, let's see. Well, see, we're on a desert island, so I'm going to be very logical about this. Uh, okay, no. yeah, I'll take I'll take a Bear Grylls show just for the survivability. Okay. What's, what's his, like, his main one? Running Wild? Yeah, I'll take that. Um, plus, he has, like, all these different ones. So, yeah, uh, I'll take that one. So that's number one. Um, Cobb, Cobb, this is not the concept behind the desert well, island. That's the concept that I went with, so I'm okay. taking that one. I've been wanting to... Stay alive, lol. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lol, no. Uh, I would also take, just as a classic, I would take Tom and Jerry. Just because, like, Ooh. even if it's the same Ooh, same kind of scene, it's, it's, yeah, it's good, it's classic. I, like I have that. to take that. It's, it's all, every single episode, like, even with, like, you guys were talking about, like, yeah, Simpsons, Family Guy, all the same. Tom and Jerry is the exact same plot every single time. But they do it in a very unique way each time. Like fair, that fair. gets mouse. Like that's the plot of the entire show every single episode. Okay. But it's it's still banger every single time. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I respect that. I respect that. 
And then for the third one, mm. for the third one, I'll probably, um, I don't know what I would take for the third one. I'll just go with Parks and Rec just because. Parks and Rec is a good show. Like, yeah. Yeah. And now, that, uh, now that Cobb like, sort of mentioned like Tom and Jerry cartoons, I kind of forgot about cartoons, I'll be honest. I'm going to replace my third one as Go- of Gossip Girl with Phineas and Ferb because I get... Oh, oh man. Phineas and so Ferb true banger. Plus music, like actually good music. Plus, oh, like, just like, God. even though it's the same plot, like, it's still entertaining. So Phineas and Ferb, definitely for my third one. That is a good right, show. That is a good show. Dude, I love that show. A lot of I people do. I love all the songs. Like my, like I just love how like they they're just able to like subvert expectations in such a fun way. <laughs> it's so funny. I and Doofenshmirtz is literally. Like... Doofenshmirtz is like he's a gem. I, he's a gem. My favorite. Like I still remember like when he was like recounting his childhood, and he was like, "Yeah, neither of my parents showed it to he's my own." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Oh uh, yeah, Disney knows how to do it. Sometimes they really slapped with that show. Man, apparently they made like the, like the creators like Phineas and Ferb made a new show. It was like um, what was it? Like my what? Fuck, Milo Moore's Law or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard this. It's yeah. something based on like Murphy's Law. Yeah, it's... Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't watch it, but like, I've just heard of it. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen it on Netflix. I've not seen it though. Doesn't matter. Phineas and Ferb is better. Phineas and Ferb is like honestly such a, a masterpiece. Honestly, that it's not my favorite cartoon though. Really? Yep. Wait, so you prefer Tom and Jerry over Phineas and Ferb? No, no, no. My favorite cartoon. I, I don't know. Tom and Jerry's pretty high up there. Okay. Okay. But it's just, it's, it's just so classic. I don't know. Um. But also, I just like the kid. Have you ever seen that show, Regular Show? Uh, a bit of it, yeah. Oh, yeah, reg- Regular Show has like that blue dude, right? He's like a bird. It's like a blue jay yeah, and a raccoon. Raccoon, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. That, that might be my favorite cartoon of all time. Like, I just love the characters in that show. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, the first four seasons of that show were so good. After that, like, there's like eight seasons, I think, eight or nine. The, the latter half was like, eh, but the first half was so good. Okay. I think that might be my favorite cartoon of all time. Honestly, there's been a lot of like pretty good like like cartoons recently. Like uh, I've heard like I haven't seen Adventure Time, but I've heard that like it gets like pretty good like towards like the later seasons. Uh, even Universe it looks kind of whack. Like from looking from an outside perspective, I don't know. I've never been yeah. a fan of like. I've there's some weird that. stuff going on in there. Like I don't know. Like I've I've heard that like the first like first few seasons are like kind of like what it looks like on the outside. I just kind of like this like wacky ass shit, like no real driving plot, but like towards the end, like it, it gets a lot better. But yeah. Yeah. Cartoons, they were a part of our childhood and they're still a part of what we watch today. Uh, but taking us to our final segment of this episode of Stating the Obvious is our debate segment because we're all debaters and we have a fun time arguing, especially with each other. At least I know no one I do. So, <laughs> uh, today's topic, uh, Cop, why don't you intro our topic today? Today's topic is a very, very highly contested topic. And it is the age-old question, 
Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? So, uh, so this will be yeah. a two v two debate. Uh, for this episode, the teams will be Noah and Jacob on the side of a hundred duck-sized horses, and it will be me and Brene on the side. Of, yeah, yeah, buck champ, buck champ. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's go. You already uh, on, win. <laughs> on, on the side of one duck-sized... One horse-sized duck. One horse-sized duck, yes. One horse-sized right. duck. So, yes. That's where we're at right now. Alright, you guys want to go first, or you want us to go first? I, uh, you guys can go first. Okay. Okay. We'll take the second speaker. We're just we're going to have, what, one constructive? And then one rebuttal. Rebuttal. And then we'll and then come to a group conversation at the end. Oh, one okay. crossfire. Because obviously, what we need here is a grand cross. Of course. <laughs> All right, Noah. Okay. Uh, All right. Destroy their faces. All right. I definitely will. Okay. Nice. I like this. Right. I don't like this, Noah. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Starting off with our first argument on why you should fight 100 duck sized horses. This Cop is because time. ducks are uniquely bad because ducks are rapists. As West 2013 states, ducks have exploding harpoon penises that they often use to commit sexual assault. This means that you're not only fighting an animal when you're fighting the horse-sized duck, you're fighting a horse-sized sexual offender, which means that you're not only fighting physically, you're going to have to fight it and prevent it from possibly pushing you down and sexually assaulting you. Do you really want to go through that when you can just fight the non-rapist horses? I don't think so. But beyond that, you would want to fight the horses because you have a better chance of winning. And this is because horses are extremely fragile. As the Washington Post in 2012 explains that most horses can be basically killed if their legs, like even just like if you just fracture their legs, right? You don't even have to like do major damage to them. You just have to like break their shins and they're gone. But furthermore, large animals are inherently more dangerous for several reasons. First, because more mass equals more damage. If you're going to get hit by a big horse-sized duck, it's going to do a lot more damage than a smaller horse. But also, because horses are uh, because the duck-sized horses are smaller, they're also slower. You can just outrun them. But beyond that, you need to fight the whole duck when you're fighting the horse-sized duck versus 100 duck-sized horses that you can just chip away, that, chip away at. If you just do like a few, like a little bit of damage to them at each time, then you should be fine. Oh, Noah. Oh, shit. Okay. He already has a timer. Oh, I didn't okay. know we're bringing in evidence into this, too. Okay. You yeah, know what? Noah is well fine. prepared. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I don't need to do anything. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly. We, okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, what are we doing? Stop? No, I'm going to do a stopwatch. I don't need a timer. Yeah, Pranay always used to use stopwatch so you can go a little <laughs> bit over. A little <laughs> bit over. <laughs> All right, PJ, let's hear what you got. Okay, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go first our case, then their case, actually. Oh, my God. I'm going to do a little bit of preemptive rebuttal, you know, like the good old NL, the Colleyville NL. Okay. Starting on our side of the flow, <laughs> on our side. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, our first point is that evasion with... Uh, among larger animals is far easier than it is ev uh, than evading a hundred duck-sized horses. And there's a couple, two, two reasons for this. First is that biologically, uh, 
Xizhing Yang and Po Zhang say from the, I don't know, JOV Journal of Vision explained that uh, for the speed size illusion, uh, this, essentially the smaller things are, the faster they're able to move. And especially with horses, they have more compact muscles, which allows them essentially to move faster than they typically do uh, at, at their normal size. They're just already very fast to begin with. And so evading a horse that is a duck size is actually mu is much, much harder. And it'll be... And also, horses of these sizes, more concentrated muscles, will hurt a lot more uh, when they're hitting in like these concentrated punches. Second is that when, and on that same line of thought, when you're trying to fight a horse-sized duck, these ducks are also slower, which make it easier to attack the ducks uh, because it's easier to evade attacks. But also, uh, ducks are also. No one says in his in his case that. Horses or ducks are very fragile. Horses are very fragile. Ducks are even more fragile because all you have to do is attack their feet, which are only like small pieces of bone, not even many muscles covering it. But you attack the feet, you take it out, and the duck essentially dies. It can't really chase you. You can just hit it from afar. And just really quickly on Noah's side, he says that ducks are rapists, but this is exactly why we have to fight them. We can't just be complacent with ducks and let them live their lives. We have to go kill them all. True. There we go. The reach. Yeah, there you go, Jen. All right, guys. Let's go, Jen. All right. All right, now are you ready for this? Noah, some support, please. Don't pull a jit on me. Go take him. All right, let's go. Okay, so I'll talk. I'll talk about their only thing about like freaking evasion, what? and then uh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll extend both our contentions now, you know that? Right. Oh, shit. Okay. Call the gun for both. It's bad management. You gotta destroy him. I'll be doing some cross-application for extension. Oh, shit. Okay. It's not an extension, but okay. No, it is an extension. Okay. Alright, so let's talk about this evasion nonsense that Pernay brings up. He's basically like, oh, yeah, the smaller an animal is, the harder it is to evade. But the problem is we don't want to evade these hundred duck-sized horses because remember what Noah tells you in his constructive that they all we have to do is break their tiny little legs and then we win this whole fight. Let them come at us. That's fine. We don't want to evade. All we have to do is break their legs. Like one kick and their legs are done. And then we destroy all the horses. Pranaya says that like the duck will be much harder to evade uh, or much easier to evade because it's so big. And that all you have to do is take out the feet. But the problem is its feet are going to be so ginormous when it's the size of a horse that you won't be able to take it out. And then it just comes with this bill and destroys you. Additionally, like, these ducks are way more aggressive. All right, now let's go on to the sexual predator thing. He says we can't be complicit with all this nonsense. But true, we don't. We are not complicit, but we're not creating a giant sexual predator. With prey, and guess what? They want one huge horse-like sexual predator. Well, we don't let that exist in our world. <laughs> Now is your minute, Bob. Yeah, just, just, all right, all right. Just saying, this in both worlds is decided. We're just deciding which one to kill, Jim. All right, we're gonna go a little bit faster. Okay, let's go. Uh, we're gonna cover all the stuff that Noah talked about. Then, I believe it, Jim. And then, and then we're gonna talk about what Cobb talked about, and it's it's gonna be fun. Okay. 
So Noah first starts telling you that ducks are rapists. Pernay responds to this by telling you we can't be complacent. Then Cobb all of a sudden says that that in only in our world there are these these horse-sized ducks. The thing you have to know is we are sending a message when we defeat the horse-sized ducks and make sure that all other ducks can stop being racist as we have taken down the alpha. But second, Noah says horses are very fragile. The thing is, he's grotesquely underestimating the size of a, a duck it's a duck it's a duck not a duckling meaning these horses are actually going to be much bigger than they think they are and a hundred of them you it's not going to be that easy to break a hundred of these 200 of these legs and i'm pretty sure no one jacob will be overrun thirdly noah says large animals are inherently more dangerous but if a duck is largely sized it'll be much easier to evade it because in terms of mobility, we can just run around it and we can get on top of it. Once we're on top of it, we can use it to fly around and now we can fly. So get it on. They want to fly around on a giant rapist. But like, <laughs> is like, wait, hold on. But the duck can okay. also fly at you, so you can't get on top of okay. it. It'll just you know what? Okay, this, we're going to crossfire. No, are you asking us the question? Including her this, this, this a question. Okay. Okay. Sure, sure. So wait, so I should ask, ask a question? Wait, yeah. what's the point of having Jane Cross if we don't have anything after that? We're just discussing now. Uh, now yes. we're just discussing. Okay. Well, I think like, that like, it's interesting that you're you're arguing that like once we take down the horse-sized duck, then all the ducks will be intimidated because ducks are kind of stupid. They don't <laughs> they don't comprehend that you're taking it down for we're sexual. Not saying all the, we're not saying like all the ducks are going to be taken down. We're just showing that we're dominating the the rapists, you know. I think in the world. Aren't we all like, kind of dominating ducks by destroying their natural habitats and destroying the world with global warming? Also, we're talking about a horse size. Ducks don't have an alpha. They're not wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you create a horse-sized duck, then an alpha exists. <laughs> yeah, that's because they're not the size of horses, Cobb. Yeah, but we don't let Very that safe. alpha even exist. I mean, like, yeah, instead, you let a hundred, a hundred duck-sized horses exist. And I think you guys oh, yeah. think ducks are, like, really freaking tiny, but they're really, yeah, like, wait. not that tiny. Yeah. Like we have ducks down at like Russell Creek Park by the pond, right? Like you can like see the ducks. They come up to like maybe your shins. They're not that big. Yeah, but like uh, kicking four hundred legs, kicking four hundred legs is very different than kicking than like kicking one to one leg. As long as you bring one, they can't run on three legs. They have to. If you bring one of them, they they're just screwed. Yeah, you can just like kick them, right? Just kick them. Okay, but you can't yeah. kick like, all of them the exact same time. Exactly. That's, that's the problem. You guys will just get overrun. Have you ever seen those people who are just like, there's a bunch of puppies and they just they just get run over? If the puppies were trying to kill them too, then the puppies would destroy you, man. The just puppies like, like, you don't want to fight the puppies. You're, in this scenario, you want to fight the horses, but you don't want to fight the puppies. That's why you concede to the puppies. You concede the puppy. You allow the puppy to overrun you, but that's not. But the pup, but the puppies would win in a similar way to which the horses would win. But the puppies are too cute; they're too pure. They would never attack you. What puppies have attacked people plenty of times? So have horses. <laughs> Wait, ducks attack puppies. Look, you're confusing a duck with a goose. Okay. Ducks attack. Oh. People. Ducks would definitely attack people. A lot of times. Well. Like, a, that's size, not even... a, a horse-sized duck, it you you literally just like 
You just literally just like kick its leg a couple of times. You dodge a couple of hits, and then it just is dead. The legs, like horses are. If you no, no, answer me this. Do ducks? Okay, the feet of ducks. Okay. Yeah. Are they are they webbed? Sure. Yeah, just cut it. Right. Literally just cut it. Literally just cut the web. They can't even walk. They're done. How will you get to the webbing? You're literally going to put yourself in the position where you're directly underneath the bill of the duck. That's because we're not scared. We're not scared. We're not scared of the rapists like you guys, no? We want to fight them, man. A second. Fight it back. A second those web feet are cut, that duck falls. Falls down. And we send a message, a very clear message to all the other ducks. You are basically fiating that you can cut the webbing of the feet. I'm saying you never even get there because you know why? Because the duck is a like aerial; it can fly. It is slow B, as shit. It is slow as shit. It no, it just goes above it and then the reason a duck can't fly forever, and especially if it's big, like a big, like the bigger the things are, it's harder to fly. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever seen a peregrine falcon take down its prey? It comes oh. from above and attacks okay, the prey. A duck is not the size of a horse. What's that? Oh, what what the this is basic. You're basically telling me you want to fight with a massive winged beast, right? The size of a horse. It can't even fly. It can't even fly. Like, are you telling me that you want to fight a like basically a flying Honda Civic. That is what you're telling me. My horse is not the same as a Honda Civic. Definitely is. What kind of monster beast horses are you guys rolling? Okay, Honda Civic. Okay, okay. Wikipedia says that the adult horse can reach a mass of two thousand two hundred pounds. Okay. That's literally a one-ton horse. Okay, well, what about the speed of the horse now? How fast can horses how, how fast can horses run? Okay, yeah, but that's a horse-sized horse. Like a duck-sized horse is vastly slower. Vastly slower. Wait, so if that if that concept applies to to your your animals, then why doesn't the opposite apply to ours? Wait, it definitely does. You're upsizing a duck, right? You're downsizing a horse. When you Meaning it would be slower. Slower when you upsize the duck, the duck gets faster because no! it covers more ground when it moves. You dumbass, it, 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 it requires like more muscles and stuff. We're not like saying it, it just becomes like it just becomes like god duck, it doesn't become the godzilla duck. It's just, it's just like a regular duck that is just big sized and it's harder for it to move too because it is so big. Let me ask you who wins in the foot race, you saying bolt or toddler? You you think that Usain Bolt loses to a toddler because Usain Bolt needs more muscles to move? No, Usain Bolt covers more grounds with his long ass legs while the toddler is still no, struggling. He, he also no, he also definitely has proportionally more muscles. Like he definitely has more muscles than the toddler, and that and that is what is and like he has proportionally more of like compared to his body, and that is why he is moving faster. Like, if, the toddler, if the toddler had the muscles of Usain Bolt, like man, it would be a speedy boy. No, it wouldn't. It definitely wouldn't. You can okay. Have you been out? Have Have you been outrun by uh by an ant? No. An ant literally does not have the muscles the size like. It's not about the muscles, you dumbass. It's about how hard. Quiet, quiet, DJ. Yeah. An ant does not have like the muscles that you do, but it has proportionally far more than you. An ant can lift ten times its own weight. 
you the ant has proportionally far more muscles than you, but you can still outrun the ant. Okay, well, like, okay, but the proportion between me and an ant is much different than a duck and a and a horse. Regardless, if you just compare the intelligence levels between a duck and a horse, like horses are definitely much smarter than ducks. What? They're still they're both dumber than you are. This is not a contest of wits. You're not fighting it in which, chess. Which means if, they, if they're both if they're both dumber than us, it's much easier to just beat the one big dumb animal than a hundred of them that are just gonna run at you. Large unit against me? Are you telling me that a horse no, is no, hurt animals, man? No, they're they're hurt with their back legs. Like because that's not what's happening here. The horse is gonna run at you, it's gonna try and beat you physically. That's what's gonna happen. But I okay, you, know you know what? You know you know what? No. We will we will agree to disagree. Alright, sure, fine. We'll do this. This <laughs> is I do not think we'll be able to come to a consensus. Arguments were stupid. Your arguments are also okay, stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. Talk yeah. about the duck's penis exploding. The hell? Wait, that's not stupidity. That's scientific fact. If you try to fight a duck's a horse-sized duck, the duck is gonna try and rape you. That's what's gonna happen. What the hell? It's not a scientific okay. fact. Okay. That is literally not a scientific fact. Whatever. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. So everyone who's had the patience to listen thus far, uh, we thank you. And that'll be all for today's episode. Stating the obvious. Stupid, what the fuck? I'm out. You will be horse-sized duck easily. <laughs>